Radio, WYCD, HD3 Detroit, KJAQ, HD3 Seattle, WBMX, HD3 Boston, and on AOL Radio, and Yahoo Launchtime.
please welcome to the show my very special guest, Wade Gilchrist. Hi, Wade. Thanks for joining us. Hi, KG. How are you doing? I'm good. So it's great to have you here. So could you tell us what are the benefits of understanding our dreams, Wade? Well, uh, the short answer is if you want to know yourself, then you want to know your dreams. Um, because the major part of yourself that actually controls what you do in life is your subconscious and not your conscious mind. In other words, every time you have any kind of issue or event happen in your life, you, you react to that event from an emotional viewpoint. And that is uh, the realm of the subconscious. So if you want to understand why you do things, why your life turns out the way it does, why you can't get where you're going, you want to get unstuck, then you want to understand what's in your subconscious because that's what determines what you're going to do. And your dreams are that way to understand your subconscious because as you fall asleep at night, your conscious mind falls asleep. But your subconscious mind remains active. It remains awake. And so as you fall asleep and you go into the REM phase of sleep, you begin to get direct access to messages from your subconscious. And all those messages really are is a communication as to what is contained in your subconscious mind. Now, your subconscious mind is made up of all the memories of all the past experiences that you've had, all the feelings you had about those past experiences, and all the things that you were taught to believe. Now, that's a lot of stuff. So that's why we don't normally have direct access to our subconscious because it's an overwhelming amount of information for our conscious mind. However, when we are dreaming, we get little pieces of that information and we can see what's relevant to our current life, what's happening today. Uh, it comes out in our subconscious dreams. And so the, we get a reflection of what in our subconscious is important for today and what's going to be important for tomorrow. And it helps us understand ourselves so that when we encounter things in life, we can say, oh, I'm reacting emotionally because of something from my subconscious. And you can choose actually, therefore, take a different path. Instead of just going through life reacting, not knowing why all the time, you can try to insert some logic there and make a different choice. Instead of repeating the same patterns over and over and over again, because that's what you're programmed to do, you can choose to deviate and change your life path, change how your life turns out. And that's all from trying to understand your dreams, and that's what the big benefit is. So how is your book, Interpreting Dreams by Example, how is it different than uh, the hundreds of other dream books available in the market, Wade? Well, it's like, you know, if you had a... Uh, a dictionary for a foreign language, let's say, you know, you had Japanese-English uh, dictionary. Um, sure, it might help you pick up pieces of what people are saying when they're speaking Japanese, but it doesn't help you learn to speak Japanese. It just kind of gives you a little word here or there what its definition is. And that's the way most dream books are. They're just a dictionary of words. Uh, but that by itself doesn't really help you learn the language. Uh, my book teaches you the language of dreams by actually exposing you to the language the same way you learned your first language from your parents. Basically, just by reading my book, which is Dream Interpretation by Example, you see how dreams are interpreted, you see how the language operates, 
you read it, you understand it, and you learn the language. And that's what's different about my book as opposed to a dream dictionary. So uh, tell us your story, Wade. How did you become a dream interpreter? What got you interested in working with Yeah, well, you know, everybody is already a dream expert, um, you know, at some part of their mind. It's just that we're not accessing that part of our mind. We don't use it. So, you know, we have a dream, and we end up being kind of baffled and confused. Um, but yet, there's a part of our mind that created that dream. You know, there is an architect to our dreams that's already in our mind. So we all have the ability to access this part of our mind, to understand our dreams, and to understand the language. And I realized that maybe 15 years ago or so. And I, I got very interested in dreams, and I, you know, I read all the books on them. I, I, I read Edgar Cayce's Interpretation of Dreams, and I, I read a lot of dream interpretations until I got the hang of it myself. This way my book is Dream Interpretation by Example. That's the way I learned, by just reading other dream interpretations. And then I started doing them for other people. And when you, whenever, you, whenever you practice doing something, you eventually get good at it. And so I got very good at it, understanding the different patterns. And it's amazing how many people have the same types of dreams over and over again. So there's actually not as much to learn as you think, because <laughs> it kind of happens that we, we all dream about the same things. But uh, I, I just did that. I kept on doing that. Then I gave some classes. And then last year I got the idea to build a website where people could post their dreams on the Internet and I can give them interpretations. And we could build a large database of dreams. So if people had a, somebody had a dream, they could go up there and search the database and find a dream similar and, you know, understand their dream that way. And then I, I got a lot of dreams in the database and I put them into a book so that people could see how, how I do the interpretations. And that's really my story about dreams. Well, it sounds like you've done a lot of research work. You, you have, I find you to be, uh, your book to be very much more of a primer to actually use to understand working with dreams, whereas most of the other books I've seen are, they're just, they really don't give you the kind of the nuts and bolts of how to put a dream interpretation together. You talk about color in dreams, you talk about the elements in dreams. And uh, talk about the different uh, aspects of dreams, what it means when you dream about people, what it means when you dream about animals, what it means. So it's much more, to me, it's much more um, more practical for being able to uh, interpret your dreams, use it to learn how to work with your dreams. Is that right? Yeah, well, that's the idea, you know, is that there's some basic symbols you know, that, you know, we all have this shared universal consciousness, this universal mind, and there's some basic symbols that all mean the same to all of us. And, you know, in the book, I made sure I covered those. Like you mentioned, colors, and then there's the elements of earth, air, fire, and water. Uh, and these are some things that if you just focus on the basic universal symbols, you'll be surprised how often they come up in your dreams and, you know, how, how that gets you started to understand a dream. And then when it comes to the other symbols, which are more of a personal nature, well, then, you know, you're the best, best person to figure those out because they're more of a personal nature, like your grandmother or your uncle or the house you grew up in or a certain town that you've been to. These are more of a personal nature. So they have a personal meaning, but that's how you put it all together. And, you know, in the book, I just tried to show how this is all done, how somebody sent me a dream. I don't know who they are, don't even really know where they're from Sometimes I don't know if they're a man or a woman or how old they are. It doesn't matter because just 
you know, the, the dream tells me everything I need to know. Everything that that person needs to know is all contained in the dream. And so I basically just tell them, hey, look, this is what you had these symbols in it. You know, these symbols mean that. You put it all together into like a sentence and a paragraph, and you get a whole message. And that's how, you, that's how you do the dream interpretation. You basically put the symbols together one by one, you know, connect them like in a paragraph or a thought, and then you get like a message from your dream. Well, we are coming up on a break. When we return, uh, we are going to take calls for dream interpretations. So uh, please call in. The number to call is 248-545-SOUL-7685 or send us instant feedback at psychiconeair.com. You are listening to Transform and Heal, Heal Your Life with KG Style CBS Radio. We'll be right back. Join Lori Houston for Intuitive Soul. Lori Houston is a professional and intuitive counselor. She incorporates her professional qualifications that includes a bachelor's degree in social work and neuro-linguistic programming, amongst others, with her intuitive counseling and natural clairsentient abilities. She's been on her spiritual path for the last 18 years and during that time has acquired through extensive studies, teaching, and sacred texts over 25 different healing modalities. Visit with Lori Houston Wednesday at 7 o'clock on Psychic Radio, powered by CBS.
life you've imagined. Look up to the sky. Back to KG Styles. Transform and heal your life. 248-545-SOUL. CBS Radio's The New Sky. NewSkyRadio.com. Welcome back to Transform and Heal Your Life. I'm your host, Kitty Styles. The title song for the Transform and Heal Your Life, for those of you who'd like to know, you were just listening to it, is entitled Come As You Are by female recording artist Mindy Abair. Today we're talking about How Dreams Heal You with dream expert Wade Gilchrist, author of Dream Interpretations by Example. We're taking your calls for dream interpretations, so please call in. The number, 248-545-SOUL, that's 7685, or send us instant feedback at psychiconair.com. So, Wade, are you there? Yes, I'm here, KG. So, um, why don't we remember our dreams, and what's the best way to remember our dreams? Well, a lot of people remember a lot of dreams naturally, and a lot of people say they don't remember any dreams, and it really has to do with how deeply you're sleeping, and if you're waking up Uh, after your dreams or if you're continuing to sleep deeper and deeper and deeper. The key to remembering any dream is to wake up as fully as you can after the dream. Um, So what happens is we go through uh, four different phases of sleep. And I guess, unfortunately, however you want to look at it, the, the dream period comes in the first phase. Not right away when we first fall asleep, but like in that first phase of sleep, we have REM sleep. And the REM sleep is when we get our dreams, but after REM sleep, then we go into the second stage. Then we go into the third stage, and then we go into the fourth stage, and these are deeper, 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 before we come back to the first stage and start dreaming again, and then go second, third, fourth. So the problem is, is that after you have a dream, you're still in stage one sleep, but if you continue to let yourself sleep, you go into deeper stages, and you forget what you just dreamt because you never woke up out of it. So the key to remembering your dreams is to wake yourself up after a dream and then immediately write it down as opposed to letting yourself fall asleep again. Because even if you wake up after a dream and remember it at that moment, if you don't write it down, you probably won't remember it in the morning. So what you've got to do is you've got to keep a pad and pen next to your bed and when you wake up from a dream, immediately write it down and then in the morning you can read it and try to interpret it. Um, I don't really recommend trying to interpret it in the middle of the night because then you might wake up so fully you have trouble falling back asleep, and that would be bad too. But just write it down, you know, in, in a descriptive format and then fall back asleep. Or another really helpful thing is not to worry about the dreams that happen in the early or the middle part of the night and focus on the ones just before it's time to wake up. Now, this way you've got a full night's sleep, and uh, you're not going to be worried about not falling back asleep again. And so what you do then in that case is you try to, if you wake up with an alarm or if you wake up at a, at a certain time every day, try to adjust that time uh, maybe 30 minutes later, 30 minutes earlier. Move it around a little bit, and you'll find that you'll hit a sweet spot where you're waking up after dreams or waking up right in the middle of a dream or something. And because if you're waking up, you know, after a stage four or stage three, a very deep sleep, you're not going to remember any dreams. But if you're waking up, you know, in your first phase of sleep, then you'll remember your dreams, and that's, that's the key. It's the key is to wake up and do whatever you have to to wake up. Again, I tell people sometimes, you know, when you're falling asleep, kind of condition your mind by repeating a mantra, you know, 
I will wake up after my dreams or I will pay attention to my dreams or something like that so that your conscious mind gets programmed, hey, look, you know, I'm not going to totally go away. I'm going to try to hang out here, and after a dream, I'm going to wake up. So uh, that works, too. You know, everything works for different people differently, but uh, everybody has the ability to remember dreams. It just takes a little effort. So, yes, I've found that uh, it is a matter of, for me, getting into a habit of remembering my dreams. And I really hadn't. I thought it was the habit that let, my, let me, but it's my conscious mind that actually gets me to wake up to remember the dream. Is that what you're saying? Oh, well, that's definitely true. Like, uh, because it's a programming thing. You know, if you want to program yourself, you've got to do it repetitively, right? And so that, the habit is exactly what you do. You program yourself by do, you know, every night making the effort. Um, but the other thing is just if you're not a, if you're not a student of dreams or you haven't become in, you weren't interested in dreams all along, if you suddenly get an interest, now if you start, if you read my book or if you study dreams in some other way, that is another way of telling your mind that you want to pay attention to your dreams. And it, people have told me after going to one of my seminars or something that you know following the seminar they had all kind of dreams they remembered. And it's not that I put any magical hypnosis on them or anything. It's just that they were engaged, engaging their mind in the study of dreams just by thinking about dreams, by focusing on them. That was enough for them to wake up and remember dreams. Yes, yes. It's what you focus on. It's you focus right. when you focus on it. Yes. So tell us about the four elements in dreams, fire, earth, metal, uh, fire, earth, air, and water. And I just wanted right. to let people know, please, the number to call uh, for dream interpretations with Wade is 248-545-SOUL. That's 7685. Or send us instant feedback at psychiconair.com. So tell us about the elements and how important they are in understanding our dreams. Yes. Well, if, if anybody has studied any type of esoteric studies, the first thing they come across is these basic elements. Every... Um, any type of thing, if you want to study tarot or anything, they basically discuss these elements. And they mean the same thing, you know, no matter what you're doing. And it, it applies to dreams as well as applies to tarot and astrology and other areas. Uh, basically, if you think about uh, the most important element to dreams, though, is going to be water first. Water is going to be your most important element because water represents emotions in the subconscious. And again, if we talk about where dreams come from, that's where they come from. So you're going to get water most often in dreams beyond before any other element because, you know, the dream is about your subconscious. So obviously water in your dreams is going to happen quite often. Uh, the second most common one you get is air. And air is the element of the mental plane. It represents thought. So uh, the idea of Air appearing in dreams, well, it can be very, you know, direct, like, for example, tornadoes or, you know, hurricanes and, you know, weather events and things like that, like clouds. This is the element air. But anything flying through the air in your dream is also the element air. So, for example, the other night I was on the air and I was interpreting a dream and it was about somebody shooting missiles at somebody or somebody firing bullets at somebody. These, are, these represent thoughts being directed your way. So in these cases of these dreams, this was about negative thoughts being directed away from other people, or they were feeling negative thoughts from other people. So that's the element air about thoughts. Then the next most common one would be earth. Now, earth represents your grounding. It represents your foundation. And if you dream about an earthquake, for example, 
that means you're going through something in life that is threatening the basic belief of your, the basic foundation beliefs of your life. You know, things that you were taught as a child that you always believed are now falling apart. And uh, so the earth represents your grounding. It represents, you know, your roots, you know, where you've come from. And sometimes people dream about trees with roots. You know, this is all about the earth and grounding. And then last but not least is fire. These don't happen as often, but uh, fire in a dream is a cleansing thing. You know, it represents the spiritual plane, but mostly in dreams it's about removing the bad things from your life and replacing it with good things. In other words, the things that are old, the things you don't need anymore, and replacing it with a new path, a new approach, a, a new thing you're going to do as differently. And fire can, can mean a total change of attitude. You know, you believe different things than you've ever believed before. Uh, and fire comes up in those types of situations where people are going through some kind of spiritual change or transformation. I've had lots of fire dreams myself, and water dreams. I've had lots of water dreams, too. That's not surprising. That's not surprising. (laughs) So why do we dream in color, Wade? Uh, Could you talk about the meaning of color in dreams? Right. Yeah, a lot of people say, well, I I had black and white dream or color dream. Well, it's not really like that. It's that whenever there's color in your dreams that you notice, that is a symbol. So whatever the color things are, in your dreams, that helps you understand the symbol of it. So whatever it is, if it's green, it's associated with love. Okay, remember that green, because that green would be your heart chakra. Uh, sometimes pink, too, that would be, you know, uh, your heart chakra. So it's about love or, you know, some some strong uh, desire or something like that. And uh, if I go through all the colors quickly, you know, uh, yes. red, again, represents, you know, the, the root chakra, so it's like grounding, and um, orange, this surprises people a lot, but orange does represent sexuality with the second chakra, and a lot of times, like, I've had people send in dreams where, you know, something weird is going on, and all of a sudden, they're handed an orange, or there's an orange light, and, you know, it has to do with, they're dreaming about some type of sexuality, some type of sexual thing or concern, and then uh, yellow uh, is the is uh, third chakra that's personal power, so... Uh, there's dreams I've got sent in where people are wrapped in yellow, like a yellow cloth or yellow silk, uh, or there's a yellow light that they're in. And this is their desire for more influence and control over their life or hoping that maybe they're going to get promotion at work and they're going to have more responsibility. So yellow represents the personal power. And we covered the green already, which is four. And then you've got um, next one is blue. And uh, blue is communication. And this will happen in dreams when communication is an issue. If you're not feeling that you're getting able, you're getting your message across, or somebody, you know, not getting through to you, uh, it's about communication. A lot of times, it's like uh, you might have this if you're you want to ask for a promotion, but you don't think you should have to ask, and you get so you get dreams with blue and then things like that. Um, and then we've got indigo. You know, an indigo represents you know your visualizations. You know, it's the sixth chakra, so you're you know, what you're uh, focusing on, you know, what your path is. And when you have that in a dream, it's, it's, it's pretty important. And then finally, you got white or violet. And if you ever see a, a bright white light or a bright violet light, uh, like, for instance, over top of you, this happens very often, you know, shining down uh, on top of you, it means this is like a, your higher self is there. You know, your higher self is trying to get you to pay attention to this. This is an important message from your higher self. 
Um, and so that's basically what the colors are. Oh, that's fascinating. I just, I just love dreams. I just think uh, I really want to be able to work more with mine in a way that's very connected and meaningful, like what you've uh, accomplished. So it's time for a break. When we come back, I'm going to guide you in a short meditation for enhancing your dream recall. So be sure to drink some fresh water during the break. You're listening to Transform and Heal Your Life with KG Styles, CBS Radio. Be right back. From our universe to yours, this is Psychic Radio. We know you're listening. Log on to psychiconair.com.
Live the life you've imagined. Look up to the sky. Back to KG Styles. Transform and heal your life. 248-545-SOUL. CBS Radio's The New Sky. NewSkyRadio.com. Welcome back to Transform and Heal Your Life. I'm your host, KG Styles. Today, we're talking about dreams and how to understand their meaning. My guest is dream expert, Wade Gilchrist, author of Dream Interpretations by Example. I'm going to guide you in a short meditation for enhancing dream call, after which we'll open the phones to take calls for dream inter- interpretations again. This meditation uses many ancient symbols for dream recall. Allow yourself to enjoy the soulful richness of the symbols in the meditation. Please do this meditation when your attention is free to focus on the meditation, not while driving or engaged with something that requires your attention. Let's begin. Sit or lie comfortably with your spine supported. Close your eyes and begin to focus on your breath. Inhale slowly and allow your lungs to fill with air. Softly breathe in three full deep cleansing breaths. Breathe out with a sigh as you release any tension. Continue breathing and letting go of any tension. Allow your inner being to perfectly guide your breath as your heart receives the action of your intention to enhance your dream recall. Now focus your awareness at the center of your forehead. See, feel, sense, fully imagine a beautiful deep purple indigo colored light at the center of your forehead. This is the area of your third eye chakra. Feel your third eye chakra pulsing with life force energy. Now imagine yourself sitting by the shore of a vast and tranquil lake. This is your own private sanctuary. It is dark as night, and the surface of your lake is still, completely calm and at rest. You feel peaceful and silent in the stillness of darkest night. You sit quietly, feeling peaceful, perfectly safe and secure in your inner being. This is your sacred space where nothing can harm you. There is a full moon slowly beginning to rise over your lake. The full moon's light shines brightly upon the surface of your still and peaceful lake. The air surrounding you is completely still and silent. You gaze upon the face of the full moon. Slowly it rises higher into the night sky. The full moon's light casts shadows and you imagine shapes moving to and fro, here and there. Patiently you wait to see more clearly what is being revealed by the full moon's light. You feel completely still at the center of your being, knowing that everything here in your inner sanctuary is of your own making and always supports your peace, happiness, and fulfillment at all levels. You begin to smile peacefully and give thanks. The full moon continues to shine its perfect light of reflection upon the calm surface of your lake. You watch as a single purple lotus blossom bursts through the surface of your lake. The lotus blossom floats serenely at the very center of the full moon's light reflected on the water of your lake. The night sky 
darkness envelops you in silence. You watch as the purple lotus blossom begins to bloom. Its petals open one by one. At its heart center is a single golden ray of light. And from this perfect center of radiant golden light, the lotus blossom begins to sing an ancient sound of creation. The sound flows out of the lotus blossom's sacred heart center into the night sky. Listen to this sound that is singing creation. Listen deeply to this ancient sound like a humming, vibrating note. Listen. As you continue to listen within to the sound that sings creation, feel each cell of your body respond to the sound and light and images that arise as you recognize yourself. Your true, authentic being arises with the sound that sings creation. Feel your body, mind, spirit, and emotions, and your soul essence being aligned by the power of the sound that sings creation. Breathe in deeply and exhale with a sigh. Allow yourself to trust that whatever comes forward during your sojourn here in your inner sanctuary is meaningful and for your own highest good as you continue to listen to the sound that sings creation. Breathe in deeply once more and exhale fully. Gently now bring your awareness back into the room where you are. Take a few moments to feel your body. Gently stretch and will your fingers and toes. Feel your spirit. Feel your soul essence flow through you. Feel the wholeness of your being. Know the wholeness of your soul. And when you are ready, open your eyes. Please be sure to drink plenty of fresh water after your meditation to facilitate the flushing of toxins that may be released from deep within your being. You may wish to journal about your experience. You can download this powerful meditation to stimulate your dream recall when it becomes available in the archives of CBS as well as on iTunes and my website at kgstyles.com. Use your meditation just before sleep to stimulate healing dreams. Be prepared with the dream notebook when you first awaken for promoting dream recall. You can use aromatherapy to promote lucid dreaming and dream recall. The pure essential oils I recommend are spikenard, neroli, langylang, sandalwood, and clary sage. You can also sleep with a crystal under your pillow to promote dreaming. I recommend moonstone, azurite, amethyst, and clear quartz crystals. We are taking your calls for dream interpretation, so please call in. The number to call is 248-545-SOUL, that's 7685, or send your questions through instant feedback at psychicornair.com. So, Wade, are you there? Yes, I am, Katie. So I wanted you, I see we need to go to break in about a minute. I want you, when we come back, to talk about the different types of dreams. What the most, you talked to earlier, you said earlier that there are certain common themes and patterns that um, occur in dreams. So I'd love to hear about that. Okay, so, that great. Okay, so um, you are listening to Transform and Heal Your Life with KG Style CBS Radio. We'll be right back. Psychic Radio. Psychiconair.com. The Wake Up Call with Ellen Tom. Put your hands on either side of his face. Maybe sit oh. on his lap. That might get his attention. And yeah. say, honey, 
you're hurting me. Yeah. And I know you don't want to hurt me, but you're hurting me so much that I don't want to come home anymore. Hi, it's Tom Force. Reverend L. Newman and I are here Monday nights, 7 till 9, primetime Eastern Time in the United States, with Wake Up Call on Psychic Radio. Psychic Radio. We know you're listening. Life is a journey. Let us be your guide. Reach out on the net now, psychiconair.com. Look for Psychic Radio on your AOL radio player. Look up to the sky. Back to KG Styles. Transform and heal your life. 248-545-SOUL. CBS Radio's The New Sky. NewSkyRadio.com. 
Welcome back to Transform and Heal Your Life. I'm your host, KG Styles. My guest today is dream expert, Wade Gilchrist, author of Dream Interpretations by Example. We are taking your calls for dream interpretations, so please call in. The number, 248-545-SOUL, that's 7685, or send your dream through instant feedback at psychicalonair.com. Wade, so what are the most common themes and patterns in dreams? Right. Well, if you know, if you understand that dreams are a reflection of your emotions, then you can pretty much guess that the strongest emotions are going to occur most often in dreams. And so the strongest emotions like fear are the number one. Um, and so also keep in mind that what you're trying to do when you uh, study your dreams is you're trying to bring balance into your life. So your dreams are reflecting those things that are out of balance. So a lot of times your dreams are going to reflect negative emotions, you know, things that are you're afraid of, you know, things that are limiting you, um, something that needs balance. So some examples are, you know, people have nightmares, really children have nightmares. You know, they have nightmares of feeling insecure because they're children. So the reason why they have nightmares is there's some insec- basic insecurity. So they can be triggered by, you know, you know, scary things on the news or on TV or the parents arguing or not sure what's going to happen next to them because something big's changing. So, you know, you get, especially kids get nightmares real easy because of their insecurities. Um, but adults have nightmares too, and they have them because they're worried about something they really care for, something bad happening to it. You know, like very often parents dream about bad things happening to their kids because they really love and worry about their kids. So these are any kind of negative emotion, anything you're afraid of happening is the most common dream that you're ever going to have. And we see that most commonly, probably, uh, I would say, um, number one would be dreams of infidelity. You know, the fact that you're worried about your partner is cheating on you, or you're worried that they might, so you have a dream that they are. And it doesn't mean that you know that they are. It just means that you're worried that they are because it reflects an emotion. So I get that kind of dream all the time. People ask me to interpret, you know, what does this mean? My boyfriend was out with my best friend, you know, that kind of thing. And I tell them it doesn't mean that they're really doing anything. It only means that you're worried and you need to look at why you're worried because maybe there's some validity to your worry, but you don't know. You have to work it out. And that's why you're dreaming because it's bothering you. You can't let it go without addressing it in some way. So the most common things are already are something you're afraid of. Now the yeah, second I, most anxiety com- dreams. Anxiety dreams, right? Yeah. And the second most common thing are wish fulfillment dreams, and wish fulfillment dreams reflect an unfulfilled desire. So now it's not really a fear of losing something; it's just a frustration that you're not getting something. Uh, so wish fulfillment dreams happen like if you really again let's go to the relationship thing because these are the most common. You know, if you really have your eye on somebody and you really want to be with them, but it's not possible or practical because maybe they're your best friend, boyfriend, or something like that, you know, you have these dreams where you're with them because in reality it's an impossible thing, but it's an unfulfilled desire. So it reflects in your subconscious and you dream about it, lets you know you've got a situation here uh, that, you know, this is bothering you and, you know, you've got to take some type of action. And really, in those types of uh, cases, the best action is to rationalize and be logical and try to avoid mo- emotions that are making you uh, feel bad or feel guilty or things like that. Um, so wish fulfillment dreams happen like that. 
Other types of wish fulfillment dreams people have often are flying dreams. Uh, like all of a sudden they can just start, you know, running a few steps and take off, you know, like Superman. Um, that happens when you are in a situation in your life where you're feeling stuck. Um, very often, I would say young adults or adolescents, or uh, this happens very common with them because they feel like they're mature and should be told, have total freedom over themselves, but yet they still have some authority put, placed on them and they feel trapped and stuck. So flying dreams occur because you, you feel like you want to escape, you want to get uh, some type of power over your life. And what's better, what, what better power is there than a superpower like flying? So wish fulfillment dreams are another very common thing. Um, in fact, you know, if you're not sure what a dream means, you know, first look if it's reflecting any kind of fears, and then second look if it's, if it's demonstrating some kind of wish fulfillment, something that you you uh, really want but can't have. And those are the two types. And the more specific dreams that are very common are like um, teeth falling out. Very, a lot of people have a dream where they, they're, they're, they're awake and they're looking in their mirror, and then all of a sudden they see, you know, this tooth is loose and it's falling out, then another tooth is loose and it's falling out. And um, that reflects a, a problem where the person feels that they don't have a lot of personal power uh, because teeth represent strength in the terms of, like, you know, you take an apple and you bite into it with confidence. You know, you're confident in your teeth that they're not going to fall out. But if your teeth are falling out, you can't take a bite out of something. You can't engage life fully. So you're a little afraid and you're a little timid. That kind of dream happens a lot uh, with regard to people's careers and things like that. Uh, like if they, you know, if they want to ask for a better job or a better promotion, but they don't feel that they, they're in the right opportunity or they don't have the power to get that. Uh, a lot of times they have dreams of teeth falling out. Or say they have a job interview coming up and they're thinking, well, they're not really qualified for that job or, you know, more, they're biting off more than they can chew, and boom, a dream about teeth falling out. That's another very, very common one. And I can keep going on because there's some that we all seem to have from time to time to time. Uh, like falling is one where I guess we've all had that. Um, and a falling represents being totally, totally out of control. In other words, if you're dreaming about falling, then there's nothing you, nothing you can do to stop yourself, and you're going to hit uh, the bottom and it's going to hurt. So... Basically, you're dreaming about really being totally out of control. So it's another dream about not feeling in control, but this is probably even to a worse degree where you feel totally helpless and there's no way that you can see to uh, rectify your situation. And so that's what a dream of falling means. It means you feel like you know, something's happening bad to you and you can't do anything about it. What about driving a car and you have no brakes? Oh, okay, well, driving... Uh, uh, that's another good one. Driving is another one we all have because driving represents movement on your life path. It represents, you know, where you're heading, where you're going to, what's the direction of your life, what's the purpose that you're, you're, you're driving for, what's the next thing that's about to come, you know. Basically, all the things that you are doing and what is that, what is that leading up to. Driving is about that motion of your life. And so uh, we drive. We have driving dreams about all different types. Of, you know, one of them is that you don't have any brakes, and that really means that you know you put something in motion, but now you now you think it's too late to stop it. In other words, it's got a life of its own, and you can't stop it, so you can't put a halt to it. So that's what uh, not having brakes means. That basically, you know, you're moving forward like it or not. Or I actually had a dream the other night, and my car was in. I saw it up on a rack, and it was getting new brakes. 
So that's <laughs> that seemed like a good dream. Like I was getting new control, feeling you know like I was in there getting. It felt like a good dream. So isn't yeah. that a part of when you have a dream? If it leaves you feeling good, doesn't that sort of generally tell you the dream? Dream is telling you something good is happening, or? Well, I think dreams are, are neutral in themselves. You know, it's how you know. Again, it's about our emotions. And, you know, they can make you feel one thing or another, but they're really neutral because what you're doing is you're just like taking your life and putting it under a microscope. And what you see there is what's in your dream. And it can be something that you like or something you don't like. It doesn't really matter. It's there. The point is that you're understanding it and learning about it and recognizing it. That's the key. So whatever it is, it's always good. It's always positive because it's helping you understand yourself. So, you know, you can feel one thing or the other, but it's still always a good thing, no matter what your dream is, okay. even if it's a nightmare. Um, and yet, I, you know, I think you interpreted your dream properly. If, you, if you're getting new brakes on your car, you probably are sensing that something has changed in your life where now you have the ability to have control and to say if you're going to go forward or if you're going to stop. You know, you're the boss in this particular situation where maybe you weren't before, and that's why you had the dream about the brakes. Yes. Well, I was choosing to have it go into the shop and get brakes on it. It was like I had gotten... In- uh, more in touch with my power to choose. Right, right. Yeah, and being controlled. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so. Um, anyway, we are coming up near the end of our show, but um, maybe we have time for another, at least one more question. I wanted to ask about food dreams. Why do we have food dreams? Isn't that a pretty common dream for people to have a dream about food? Uh, It is. Now, one thing I have to caution you about is that you have to always remember that although dreams are usually very symbolic, sometimes there's a literal interpretation. Uh, In other words, uh, food dreams can be about food. You know, if you are having issues with food, for example, if you're having problems digesting, you know, your stomach's giving you lots of problems, and you're spending a lot of time thinking about food, then you're going to spend a lot of time worrying about food. Whenever you have an emotion, you know, it's going to be in your dream. So sometimes if you are really a person focusing a lot on what you're eating and your diet and your stomach problems, you know, food dreams can actually represent food. Um, however, they can also be symbolic for things that you're taking in, you know, things that you're willing to ingest, something that you're willing to accept, okay? So there could be different types of food dreams, but... Uh, again, go by the color. You know, uh, if you're dreaming about blue things, it's about something that somebody's been communicating to you that you're willing to eat and to accept. You know, if it's uh, uh, yellow, it's about power, and maybe it's a banana or something, and so it's about uh, accepting power from someone or accepting responsibility of having power. So food dreams are because something you're accepting and taking in. But I, about half the time, people are dreaming about food because they're dreaming about food for real. You know, they're having issues with food. Okay. So, um, is there anything else you'd like to share with us that you think is important about dreams, dreaming? Sure. I, any you know, I just tip, any to... tip or anything you'd like to share? Yeah. I just want to drive home the point that... Um, there's no quote-unquote dream experts, you know, that are better than yourself. You just have to apply the effort. I mean, a lot of psychiatrists or psychologists will be on the, you know, might be listening to the show and want to 
tear the throw the radio through the window. But uh, essentially, you don't need uh, to have a diploma to become a dream expert. Um, as I said earlier in the show, if you're creating the dream, then you have the ability to understand it. So we're all our own best dream interpreters, but you just have to take the time to learn. You have to take the time to learn the language, something you can do naturally just by studying dreams, just by reading other dream interpretations, uh, and just by trying it, just taking the effort to, to try to understand what your dreams are. And before you know it, you get it. So mm-hmm. the importance, again, of the dreams that we said in the opening of the show is that you will free yourself of doing the same patterns over and over and over again in your life because your subconscious is programmed a certain way, you'll be able to affect that programming by taking a different course, by ignoring the subconscious and instead taking a different path consciously to redirect your life in a different way. It gives you a sense of power. It's a very empowering thing to understand your own dreams. And it's also really fun and helpful to other people if you can help them interpret their dreams and you'll get a lot of joy out of being able to help people who have dreams and know what they need. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Wade. It's been a pleasure having you with us. Oh, thank you, Katie. It's always a pleasure. Next week, my friend, the celebrity astrologer Neil D. Paris will be with us, and we will be taking your calls for astrology and energy readings, so please tune in. For information about scheduling healing sessions, chakra, and energy readings with me, please visit my website at kgstyles.com, where you can learn also about my client services and what hundreds of my clients have to say about working with me. A big warm thank you to you, my community of listeners. I love sharing with you and look forward to being with you again next week. Please feel free to send your comments and questions to me at radio.kgstyles.com. I invite you to come play with me on Twitter and Facebook. You're listening to Transform and Heal Your Life, CBS Radio. I'm your host, KG Styles.